0: Good Thursday morning, everyone. It is the Pittsburgh Current podcast. I'm Pittsburgh Current editor and publisher Charlie Deach. and we've got a great show today. And we've also got our brand new issue on the stands uh, this week. Um, it's our drinks issue, um, in which you can read about uh, our uh, glass of 2019, which are some uh, some yearbook style awards for some uh, for some Pennsylvania liquors that uh, we were able to uh, to try out. So it was actually a good day. We have a full bar at the office now. So if anybody's up for uh, cocktails stop on by um, <laughs> um also we w- i want to tell you about this weekend we have our raise a glass bar crawl um in Lawrenceville it's from 6 to 9 p.m. uh and you can find the details on our facebook page as well as um on our website and um also i just want to give a shout out to the columbia journalism review did a story this week on um, alt alt weeklies, which apparently we have learned that we are one. So um, alt weeklies or alt new alt news media that have spawned out of other alt media. So cjr um, CJR.org, If you want to check out that story, we're uh, uh, very honored to be to be involved in that. It, it's uh, it's uh, it, uh, to be recognized by, by an organization like that is uh, is pretty cool. So, but on to today. Speaking of drinking, uh, we got a great show for you today. Our guests today are the co founders of the Fresh Fest Beer Fest, the nation's first beer festival to celebrate black beer culture and breweries owned by African-Americans. With us today are comedian, host of the Drinking Partners podcast on the Epicast Network, and Pittsburgh Currents craft beer writer, Dave Bracey, and his partner, Mike Potter, who in 2015 launched the online platform Black Brew Culture, dedicated to expanding the presence of African-Americans in the craft beer industry by promoting diversity, equity, and access. Guys, welcome. Oh,
1: Thank you for having us.
0: So the... uh, the festival the festival is in august um so but obviously you don't start in like july 15th to start this thing going so how how what are you guys doing now to get ready for the festival I and mean, you just announced your lineup of brewers and so forth that will be there
1: um well we started working on this uh sort of, the festival was august 11th last year yeah. we started working on this august 12th uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um it's been a it's man it's already been happening for us for quite some time um And uh, yeah, I mean, we, um, I mean, a lot of it is just, it's, it's answering emails. Um, I mean, it's, you know, knocking on doors, you know, getting people, you know, interested. Um, We deal with a lot of artists. I don't know if you know anything about artists, but uh, they're not the most, uh, you know, uh, business uh, acumen uh, (laughs) forward folks. Uh, I mean, (laughs) fucking artist man so answer your emails (laughs) man like i mean um so yeah dealing with like it's 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 hurting cats so like you know you're working on their you know on their time and yeah um yeah sometimes you gotta you gotta tap them in september to get an answer uh in april um so a lot of a lot of that um uh just you know coordinate and whatnot um but we also have like lead-up events coming up um we're doing uh on march 29th we have this like silent disco with the uh, city of pittsburgh uh, May, we're doing a uh, meet and greet, uh, an event. We've got a, an outreach program in July. So, you know, there's um, there's some some lead up events going on as well that we're putting together so that like, you know, I mean, a lot of people kept saying like, oh, I wish Fresh Fest was, you know, more than just a day. So right. um, and to be honest, like to, to to really get out there and really like push the cause, um, it needs to be more than just a day. Um, right. It needs to be, you know, um, there need to be events that are more accessible to, you know, the black community to um, a, a demographic that doesn't, you know, isn't as wealthy to can't afford that time off on a Saturday to, you know, come down and spend 45 bucks in five hours, you know, drinking beer or whatever. Um, so, you know, we have these events, you know, leading up so that, you know, we can meet the people where they're at. Um, and, uh, you know, just kind of keep the thing going.
0: Yeah. Um, and speaking of getting ready early, you guys are up for USA Today's, um, top 10 list of the 10 best beer festivals, uh, ranked by USA today. You can vote online. Um, and I think we have the, we have the link and so forth. You can go online and vote for you guys. What was, um, when you guys were nominated for nominations for that, was that kind of, I mean, this was a first time festival you guys did with an important reason behind doing it. Was this, uh, was this good recognition for you guys to even, you know, be on the list of being considered or nominated or.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, out of 20 beer festivals out of, uh, Top twenty out of like five hundred. In, yeah. in, in a year, uh, that was amazing. <clears throat> I was impressed to see the the list of uh, brew, um, beer festivals that were on there to be competing with Brugaloo in, in North Carolina, right. um, Wakefest, um, Atlantic City Festival. It was it was pretty huge for us, and to be like at one and two consistently over the yeah. last month, that was it's like amazing. So yeah, that's
0: so the last I the leaderboards obviously were taken down because we're in the last days. But yeah. so you guys you guys are running pretty close yeah to the we were region. neck
1: and neck down there with north yeah. carolina man, like those, Giving us man some battle. those church hats down there and <laughs> <like>. <laughs> <laughs> <No> joke, <man. laughs> but yeah i mean we um i don't know we like it was it was huge um to even be considered yeah. uh i thought i was done chasing like you know, I mean like paper accolades and whatnot um but i think this is one that's worth it um and and i'm support like i'm super excited about the sport that we have i mean to even keep us in yeah. the running the way that it has i mean because it's one of those um that you got to vote every day you know right um yeah. and it, and it's a month long that's a that's a long time to keep up like to you know it. hype and momentum yeah. and yeah. like say hey you know vote every day vote every day um so I mean it takes a it, it for for me, like, you know, looking at it, whether we won or not, like, you know, even being nominated, I think nominated for it was great. But seeing the support that we had, you know, day in, day out, people right. like, you know, posting and saying, hey, I voted today, you know, and sharing yeah. it with everybody else, like show, like seeing that support was a bit more important than whether or not we even win it. Just you mean because those are the people that are going to keep us going. Those are the people that are going to actually you know be at the festival and, and 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 you know support us in other ways outside of you know even even like I tell people all the time you know, I've been producing you know shows for for years now and I say you know even if you can't you know come to that actual event. You know, sharing it online is huge. Right. I mean, like, you know, um, you are one ticket, but like a share could be, you know, unlimited. You know, right, you right, could right. one share could sell out the show, you know, right. who knows? So, um, you know, seeing that support there, you know, again, like the being nominated was cool. Whether or not we win is cool. Um, but seeing the support yeah. from the community uh, has been has been monumental.
0: Do you think the um? do, do you sort of do you sort of tilt the, the nomination toward? the quality of the festival that you guys put on, which was a quality festival or sort of the purpose behind the festival. Do you think that there's one thing over another that holds more sway as far as because you guys put on a great festival, but I think obviously the reason you're doing it is, is, is really important too.
1: Um, I mean, I think we put on the best festival in America. Uh, so <laughs> the, I mean the, I mean, to be honest, like, I mean, when you looked at, when you look at the culture, I think, I think it's a, a mixture of both I yeah. mean, is, is the answer. I think, when you look at the the, the cause behind and the cultural impact that it had, not only, you know, on the city here, but like on the beer industry in general across the nation, what we've been getting back feedback wise has been ridiculous. I mean, yeah. we've been having people reach out, you know, across the across the world, um, as well as, you know, around the country, um, you know, asking, you know, about the festival, how they could be a part of it, how they can attend the next year. Um, and I don't know a lot of I don't know a lot of of, of festivals in Pittsburgh alone that are, you know, pulling in the same, you know, um, kind of, uh, of attention, especially in the black community. I mean, it's a, it's a very unlikely city to have, you know, a a black beer festival. Um, so I think that, um, you know, and I think the reason why we were able to get that out there and and get the word out there was because people saw it as a first year festival. It's a black beer festival. Nobody's ever done anything like that. So they kind of expected it to be, you know, like, oh, you know, good enough for a first year festival. Mm-hmm. Like, oh mm-hmm. well, these guys will, you know, eventually let's support it early and eventually they'll find their way. Right. And from what I you know, the feedback that I've been hearing is that like they were blown away. That yeah. it was it was it wasn't just a beer festival, it was a festival that had beer in right. it. Right. You know. Um so uh, you know, I think that was what kind of like that was the legend It was like, oh, shit, did you hear about this beer festival there were they had like music and art and yeah. food and entertainment and all these other things outside of just, you know, showing up and having a, a few brews. Right.
0: How do you think you were able to do that um, for a first-time festival? I mean, because a lot of times, again, for a lot of... If you look at, you know, giant festivals, even like Town, for example. I mean, you know, obviously the first few years, for a couple of years were, you know, growing it, finding out what you have. But you guys you guys did pretty well the first time out of the gate. So, what do you owe that to? I mean, when did you guys start planning last year's festival?
2: Uh, we started that in, uh was February? Yeah, around like February. Started planning in February of 18. And uh, we, we got a pretty nice reach in the mm-hmm. beer community in Pittsburgh. So... As soon as we introduced the idea to our friends and, and connections in the industry, they were they were supportive. So that was probably the biggest help. Everyone jumped on board like right away. Um, so we were able to get the momentum going. Um, had a few snags uh, as far as the venue change, but that was only because we we had expanded so fast. Right. Um, but yeah, it was just the support of the of the industry, the community in Pittsburgh. Um, we were diligent and in, in every day getting on it, staying on top of it, consistently uh, reaching yeah. out, connecting the dots. So. Um, it was, we we're fortunate that all the ducks uh, lighting the bottle kind of sort of and everything lined up perfectly pretty much.
0: And how do, how do you make sure that, that this, the next festival, you did so great coming out of the gate, how do you make sure that the next festival is, I mean, at least as good, if not, obviously, you want to improve on that as well. And... Um, so, I mean, I
1: think, uh, you know, I, I think we, we, we rely on the same model we did last year, whatever. A mm-hmm. large part of the, uh, the, the reason why it was successful was the community. I mean, like actually listening to people who have done festivals before. Um, you know, that are part of it. a lot of like we did a lot of we did a lot of listening last year leading into this. We talked to the artists. We said, hey, what kind of stage do you guys work on? What kind of equipment are you working on? We had um, Dom Shuck, you know, running the uh, the stage last year. We had, um, you know, we had Buzzy, you know, um, our, our our, you know, kind of like uh, media guy or whatever, like running around, you know, ask, picking his brain about yeah. you know various things, you know, on site the day of the event, um, talking to brewers and saying, Hey, what are some of the the, the items? Like things like spray bottles and buckets. You know what I mean? Right. Like, these are things that you don't think about that like will turn a festival sour. You know what I mean, so, um, you know, th- those little details is, is what, you know, kind of makes a festival. And, and the fact that we had a community that said, Hey, we support what you're doing. Um, you know, we're available for that. I think going into this year, a large part of that is you know listening to the community again, saying, "Hey, what is it?" Because we're we're expanding; it's three thousand this year, um, as opposed to the twelve hundred we brought in. Um, so when you're doubling it, again, you're asking the community, "What are some of the things that um you know some of the pitfalls when you're dealing right. with like you know something this large?" So. Um, it's not just two people. I mean, it's it's me and Mike, like, you know, putting in sure. the the majority of the legwork or whatever. But we're relying on the hive mind to kind of like, you know, I mean, get those ideas. And, you know, and that's and that's what makes that festival what it is. It isn't just, you know, me and Mike going, man, we really like beer. Let's like mm-hmm. right. make, make a festival about beer. That'd be it's nice. A, yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's real fun, yeah. <laughs> but it's, Like a tailgate party. A, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, but It's a community of people yeah. coming together and saying, like, this is – you know, like we, you know, they're, they're all invested in it. So, um, you know, this going into this year, we're, we're relying on them as we, you know, like, you know, to, to get those ideas and get those details, you know, pounded out and, uh, you know, a little bit more time and, uh, you know, some sponsorships, you know what I mean
2: as well. Yeah. Sponsorships and time have been integral this year. We didn't have a lot of that. Um, so we just pieced it together what we could. I mean, we, we had, we had enough support, but this year the support is a lot broader right so it's making it easier for us to function but then it's not really that much easier because again we scaled like right big so double um so it's been working so far it's been it's been pretty good
0: what what changes have you guys seen in let's start locally let's start in pittsburgh sort of in terms of black beer culture in terms of um uh, you know uh black owned breweries and so forth have you guys seen a change since since last year since you brought uh and even i mean, as long as you guys have been sort of advocating for this have you how much of a change have you seen in and in, in in bringing more African American folks to the uh to craft brew craft beers? I've seen
2: quite a bit of change personally um it's not so much in, in actual physical locations mm-hmm. although th- some of those are in the works at the moment yeah um it's just that conversation is is now getting started, and a lot of people that have been into into beer more drinkers and 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 brewers home brewers They're all connected now. There's a network. There's a community that's even connected with the the regular community that was here already. Um, So I've seen a lot of of new faces and new voices. And um, I know these physical locations, the ideas for these breweries are starting to pop up. So we could see something like that as early as next year. which. uh, I just, I had no idea. I thought it was only him and I, actually, before I even (laughs) met Dave, I thought it was just me and then I met him there and I'm like, okay, there's two and then, you know, we got six and so, um, that's, that's what I'm seeing.
0: Are these converts or are these folks that you just, that also were kind of in the same boat as you guys? You didn't, you know, they didn't didn't know know anybody else was out there
1: in in the the city of Pittsburgh area. So, yeah, I mean, I think I think it's uh, I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, you know, it's it's crazy because, I mean, when you when you when you go to the breweries now and when you go to the, these festivals or whatever, it doesn't look like there's a whole lot of change. You know what I mean, like mm-hmm. we still walk into some <laughs> of these events. We're like, you yeah. got work to do. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, um, yeah, that's true. That's but true. Um, but I've seen a lot more, you know, like and that's the beauty of the Internet and, and social media. I'm seeing, you know, a lot more like online. You know what I mean, um, I've seen. Uh, you know, groups pop up in the last in the last since Fresh Fest, I've I've joined like two like groups that popped up like uh um you know uh, uh, uh black folks in beer. I mean yeah. um I've seen uh, folks more interested in the the, the business opportunities right. that the the industry presents, and that's what we that's what we wanted. I mean, we we want to make sure that like you know like the message is you know like you know craft beer and you know diversity and whatnot, but you know, not just drinking it, but actually like owning it and finding opportunities within the industry. Like I don't brew beer, but you know, I have benefited greatly. My career has benefited greatly as a result of beer. I mean, right. I'm, I'm, I'm more of a, a, a proponent of, of the industry. Um, there's people, you know, that are, you know, sales reps, there's folks that, you know, uh, manufacture bottles or, you know, there's steel industry. Right. There's so many different industries that surround this, um, that surround the, the brewer mm-hmm. himself. Um, And we're seeing, you know, a lot of folks that are, you know, maybe into, you know, marketing that like they see opportunity there that are in the graphic design that, you know, want to be involved. I mean, like, so there's, you know, there's that interest that like people are just even saying to themselves, oh, I didn't even see this as a lane in what I'm already doing. I mean, I'm a comedian that now am throwing right. throwing a beer festival you see what i'm saying <laughs> like so there's you know you could be yeah. whatever it is that you're doing and beer can be an advocate for you in that and i'm yeah. seeing people start to see that and understanding and like and and their faces light up and go oh wait how can we be involved in fresh fest how can we you know make this beer industry uh you know how can i get into this so that's the kind of change that we're seeing and hopefully you know, with that, like I said, even there's even been people I've, I've met with at least four or five people in the last year that have been like, Hey, how can I invest in a, in a, a black owned brewery in mm-hmm. this area? You know I mean, like, so even that thought, like, and these aren't black folks, these are, you know, folks right. that are just like, wow, that sounds like a great idea. I'd like to advocate, you know, be an ally in the community. In that so way. those conversations
0: so, are happening.
1: They're happening. Yeah. I mean, yeah. is what is what's happening. And it's nice to see that, you know I mean? Yeah. So, um, you know, hopefully we'll actually start seeing more, you know, physical change here. In yeah.
0: The- One of the best facets i think of the festival in terms of beer is uh are the collaborations between the artists who don't return emails and some, <laughs> local, some, some local brewers anything you can talk about uh, or announce at this point do you have any of those collaborations set yet are you guys still working on those or
2: yeah um so we have a huge one that's in the works and uh, i guess we can spill it live we'll give it to you first
0: appreciate it so
2: hip-hop group nappy roots coming out of atlanta and kentucky the kentucky atlanta based yeah um are gonna be performing and they have been confirmed to participate as collaborators with uh dancing gnome so to me that's like a huge leap yeah um from last year as far as um you know the 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 grand scale yeah type of collaborator we're gonna have and then to be able to perform and and uh it just so happens that these guys have been brewing themselves for like wow five six years i think now so they've been doing some pretty popular collaborations across the uh the south and atlanta and um I'm super excited to have yeah. days excited, and uh, Andrew and Mike over at Dancing Gnomes are super pumped about it.
0: So, how did that come about? Did they did they reach out because of the fest, or, or did you happen to hear that they that they brewed and were into craft beer? Or how did how did it?
2: Yeah, it's a combination of both. We have yeah. a mutual friend in in Atlanta and um, Scales from Nappy Roots. I think we had um, we had trying to tried to set something up at least for them to, to be at, uh, present at last year's fest. Yeah. And it didn't line up for their schedule, whatever. So uh, <clears throat> we we continued the conversation August twelfth, the next yeah. day. After yeah. <laughs> Thursday, we uh, we started working on that, yeah. and um, they they were happy to get involved. They had more time to to prepare for it, and so uh, just the fact that they're into craft beer and they're making beer, yeah, and they've got some pretty uh, you know dope collaborations out already. It just kind of segues into what we're doing, right. and uh, I love their music, and to see them perform is going to be pretty. Those, yeah.
0: yeah and when you, so when you're partnering up an artist and a brewery um what do you look for like let's just talk about this example what what made you decide to put to put this these artists together with this with this uh brewer
2: well for most of the time if there's something in common that they yeah. both mutually can benefit in some type of way um for a bigger uh collaboration like this we, we definitely wanted someone with a little more exposure sure who was able to you know possibly produce uh printed cans and things that you know can i can kind of pump out yeah. a little big a little bigger message in um a smaller collaboration so with 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 each of them for the most part we try to find you know two common ground um like kombucha someone who doesn't drink or mm-hmm. you know a few few different commonalities and then that's basically how we do that and and try to match chemistry yeah and um you know dave has a big part in in some of that yeah
1: i mean it's it's definitely personality feeds into it you know i mean um you know something like Um, you know, last year we had, uh, Byron Nash and Helltown. I mean, like Mm -hmm. Helltown, you know, a bunch of, you know, rocking dudes and you got a rocker like Byron. Like it just, it just seemed, you know, go in, you know, um, and, uh, you know, some of them are a bit, you know, some of them last year, last year was kind of weird because. We had people, like, like hitting us up out of nowhere, like, hey, can we be a part of this festival, like, a month before the festival? And we're like, uh, can you even make beer (laughs) still? Right, right, two weeks uh, before the festival. Yeah, two weeks before the festival or whatever. And uh, one of those was, like, uh, was, like, Burger's. And, um, you know, we paired them with Mars Jackson and like, wow, we had a bit more time and like understanding of some of the other breweries and the right. collaborations or whatever. Beforehand, we were yeah. able to pair them with personalities and whatnot. And like, it was a more scientific method uh, with that one. It was like, all right, man, well, we got the headliner of the festival, you know, like, you know, I talked to Mars. And he was like, yeah, that sounds like a great thing. And it, it like it was one of those things that. It happened and it was beautiful. Wow. I mean, they um they made this like dope video leading up to yeah. it, a promo video and whatnot. Um Mars, uh uh Mars and Neil, they like um hit off this like relationship, this like f- like real friendship, yeah. You know mm-hmm. I mean that they still still stay in contact to this great. day and whatnot. Um they were at the festival, like that was one of the liveliest booths. I mean, I was running back and forth throughout the festival. But that was one of the, you know, liveliest booths. I mean, if you, I don't know if you've ever met Mars, um, you know, but like, he's a super, you know, like, uh you know, positive, you know, good vibe energy, you know, dude. Um, And then Neil, like, you know, he's, he's high energy as well. So like, that was just a collaboration that like came together, you know, with, you know, not so much like, man, you know, these guys are going to go great together. But like, it was like, well, I mean, if you guys really want to work, Um, And I think that's a testament to just, you know, um, it's the professionalism. Um, Everybody we put in these situations, these are professionals. They already have brands, you know, that are established. So um, when we put them in a room together, we... Um, you know, we we definitely, you know, want to try to like pair them together based on personalities and the other. Um, but also we expect them to, you know, like just carry on what they've been doing. I mean, if you really care about your brand, then, you know, you want the best out of that collaboration. Um, and it allows us to, you know, once the pairing situation is there to kind of be like hands off um, and allow that um, to be like a true, you know, like I don't know what's going to come out. Is it going right. to be a beer? Is it going to be a label? Is it going to be a food pairing? Yeah. You know, like are they going to make some rap videos? Like <laughs> who, who knows? But that's that's the right. beauty of it.
0: it. I don't need any names necessarily, but are there any uh, from last year, any collaborations that maybe – <laughs> didn't go as smoothly or did you guys have pretty good uh, success rate with the folks you put together we were i mean it was it was a it was a fairly
1: uh i mean across the board good experience um there's always snafus i mean again usually it's like reading emails you yeah, know those right, types of things right. i mean people um people communicate on so many different like platforms and ways like i mean i know on my phone sometimes i'll have a conversation with somebody Mm -hmm. and then two weeks later i'll forget where i had the conversation so now i go to this mad dash of like Mm -hmm. checking my emails checking my dms checking my instagram checking my text messages like trying to figure out where i was like did i say this to this person in person yeah i mean so sometimes it's something as simple as like a miscommunication or whatever that happens where and that's where we come in where we go okay well at least you know that you can come back to us and we will go back and like we'll say hey tap somebody on the shoulder and say hey you know da, da 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 so i think that was i think that was the majority of what you know the the couple of instances of like um you know like uh you know snafus were like just kind of a hey, you know, just so you know, like you know, so and so is waiting on this, you know, this right. return or whatever. Um, and you know, again, and brewers are, you know, brewers are, are artists themselves. So I mean, it's a so you know, it's a two way street. Sometimes you get like brewers. Some some brewers are you know they're also the business and they're the front end It's any other. Some brewers they just want to go and create. Right. And you know, you fuck off. Like I mean, like, <laughs> I'll be there. That's all right. they you know
2: I mean. Like right. tell me what the brew.
1: I'll be there. You know. Yeah. So they
2: come out and the sun is like oh bye. yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I, like I, I th- as as the person who edits today's column, I have to say that I think you've probably mastered the returning emails efficiently. Because I may send you like two paragraphs and I get back Yep, Wednesday or whatever, or or yep Wed period, and you know, so I feel like I don't know if you do that with everybody else, but yeah. you get back, but it's you know you're not wasting time with like a. I mean, you, and you
1: and man, all the like, I mean, I I almost like I'm past the whole like, hey, how's everything right, going? Right, right, hope, right. hope the family's well. Right. It's just like, like, let's get, let's get, <laughs> let's get through it.
0: Every time I like, yeah, obviously he doesn't give a fuck how I feel, <laughs> yeah. what well, how I'm doing. Right.
1: <laughs> right. That's,
0: That's great. Um, Dan, what, I, one thing I've, I I wanted to ask you, I wanted to ask you last time you were here but i think we got off on um uh, racist cops and donald trump um <laughs> <laughs> which we can do um, <laughs> as, as, as i'm hot to do so yeah. do you do you feel do you feel like um or are, are, are you more are you more known f- now for your comedy or for the stuff you do with craft beer and and is it is it either is it what you expected
1: man i have no idea what yeah. people know me for these days man like it's Every time I like meet somebody in person, I gotta like assess where they heard me from, <laughs> right. and what like they know me. You know I mean, like, did you listen to the podcast? Are you reading a column? Did you come to the festival? Yeah. Like, it did like I was in the news for battling racists? Like, right. I mean, who who knows right. where you heard me yeah, from? Simply at this saying, "Hey, I
0: want to work with you." You would have just, like, what on
1: what like I get you know, and I'm I'm getting hit from me from from Instagram, from yeah, Twitter, from my page. You know I mean, so like I I have no idea these days why people you know want to work with me or or where they heard me from um so it's i don't know and and it's a weird place to be because i didn't plan any of this i planned being a comedian that was my thing i was like i'm a funny individual everybody told me i was a funny individual so that's what i'm gonna do but um you know building building myself up or whatever it was um it I mean, one, it, you, you take opportunities as they come, and I, you know, and, and I, when I first, I was like, I'm going to be the funniest, you know, comedian on the planet, and I'm a tour, and I'm going to do shows in Dubai, like you know. Um, but that was Then I got like to a place where it was like, <laughs> man, I got a family, and yeah. like you know, I had a day job, and it was like, man, like to do that, you got to be on the road, like you know, right. five six days a week, I and mean, my 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 you know, I'm not built for that. My life isn't built for that. Um, And then I saw a lot of opportunity here in Pittsburgh. So it was like, okay, well, how can I build up, you know, Pittsburgh and build up, you know, a brand Mm -hmm. in Pittsburgh. Um, But then in building up those brands in Pittsburgh, you know, one of the opportunities was drinking partners. And, you know, so I got into that and then there was the beer industry. So like, you know, I got into that and then like, you know, uh, a a large part of, you know, and, and I think for me, the tying theme through all of it is that like, I'm me, So like, you know, wherever I'm at, I'm expressing myself and my views in that, whether it's on stage, whether it's in a festival, whether it's, you know, like, um, you know, at on the podcast or whatever, and. Um, you know, like you said, I mean, as I'm ought to do, you know, sometimes I go into these rants about, you know, Donald Trump and right. racist police because I'm a human, and that's who I am, right. and that's what like, you know, right. and I see these problems in Pittsburgh, you know what I mean? Like, and I talk about them on, on all my, I you mean? Know, all my forums. Yeah. I talk about it at Fresh Fest. I talk about it on stage. I talk about it in the column. Uh-huh. I talk about it in, in, in Drinking Partners, because that is the thing that I, I mean, and like it started to be, it started to become less of me trying to be a funny individual and trying to like push a brand and trying to push mm-hmm. a thing as, as opposed to you know, how can I be mean and how can I push some of these things that I believe in, right. you know, on these platforms that, you know, that are given to me and, how, you know, so and then how can I uplift other, you know, individuals in that? You know, what I mean, I, you know, with the comedy festival that I was directing for years, it was, you know, it was like, hey, how can I put and I told people, you know, on that comedy festival, I was like, I'm putting on as as few uh, straight white men as possible right. on stage. You know what I mean, like that was my goal um, and it resonated um, a lot. Um, and I think a large part of that is because diversity isn't like isn't a isn't a charity it's not a crutch it's a it's a boon it's an asset you know what i mean like yeah. people want to hear different stories people right. you know industries are better comedy is better with diversity beer is better with diversity podcasting everything writing is better when you have different voices and whatnot and, and i think people you know um I think people are starting to understand it I'm, I'm in a, a fortunate place and surrounded by enough people that people are understanding that people are, you know, getting on board. And, um, yeah, I mean, at this point I have no, like, I have no idea what they know me from, but I mean, the fact that they know me is still a, like, um, it's a humbling experience. And I like that, that for me, it's an opportunity to listen and say, Hey, yeah. well, how did you hear about me? And, you know, how can I like introduce you to some of the other things?
0: It's amazing. Um, you're listening to the Pittsburgh Current podcast. Um you can follow us on our socials at pghcurrent. Um we also are at pittsburghcurrent.com. Guys, uh, socials you want to throw out there, websites where people can get more info on Fresh Fest and, and the various things you're working on.
2: Yeah, definitely first and foremost, uh freshfestbeerfest.com. That's where you can uh, stay updated on everything that we got going on with the festival. Who's new, who's newly added, um, the the new collaborators, the new breweries, the new food trucks, um, anything that's going on, Fresh Fest, Beer Fest. Oh, you can also, most importantly, get tickets there, all Mm -hmm. right? Um, And then Black Brew Culture, uh, at at Black Brew Culture on Instagram and um, Twitter, Facebook as well. Perfect. And, uh, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, you can find me on uh, Day Bracing, um, on the Twitters and the Instagram, DayDrunk412, since I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm banned for life <laughs> from Twitter. Uh, <laughs> um, and Drinking Partners, uh, you can find us at Pod yeah. everywhere.
0: Yeah, that's kind of like, that's my where's Waldo, is how do I find Day on Twitter? No, <laughs> <Right. laughs> oh, is that a new name every 10 minutes? It somehow <laughs> pops up, though. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, I get this I'll be new like, like, oh, there he is. Like, like, okay, good, cool. Yeah, the guy Got looks it. familiar, but I don't know that name. Know.
2: But they're all tied together, though. You, you yeah, always can recognize some, some word or some letter. <laughs> That ties them to the last, you know. What I mean? Um.
0: So one thing I I I wanted to, and we we'll wrap up talking about um back to the beer festival. But I wanted to with day with you here. I have to I want to talk to you a little bit about um and, and Mike too. Um, the Antoine Rose trial going on. Um, and I know that that's something I, when you were here last time we were talking about. Um, we I think it, it had not happened too long before that. Um, what are you thinking as this goes into as this is now the trials in the third day? Are you are you holding out much hope that uh there be a conviction in the in this case? Or, or what do you
1: I mean, yeah. I mean you if without that then you just gotta burn everything down. Yeah. I mean honestly hope is the only thing that keeps a lot of black people from completely like, you know, revolting. So I right. mean, yeah, I mean I see I see I've seen trending towards more accountability in these cases it's nowhere near where it needs to be but across the country you're seeing a bit more people are more aware people are pushing um and you know they're they're, you're seeing these these convictions here and there Mm -hmm. um so you know with 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 the facts surrounding the case with like, you know, him already being exonerated of any like wrongdoing. Right. I just saw that the other kid was convicted or whatever. So like, you know, how much that jury has, you know, I mean, knowledge of that case, I'm sure they're going to put that out there in the trial right. um, and try to sway, you know, the, the jury in that or whatever. But um, with all the facts, with all the push with all the, you know, the 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 attention around it, um, I don't know, I'm, I'm hopeful um, yeah. Will it happen? Statistically speaking, no. I mean, right. that's I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. just that's just what it is. Yeah. Dep- it, it doesn't matter that you know that the kid was already um, cleared of any wrongdoing. The right. fact of the matter is, is that statistically, cops are not held accountable for their actions. At most, he's going to lose his job and get a job somewhere else. I right. mean, that's uh, there's a, there's a few cop killers, there's a few kid killers that are cur- currently employed elsewhere in in, in America, um, or they write book deals, or they do you know yeah. speaking tours and engagements, and they sell off the weapon that they killed the kid with you know what I mean yeah. like so um you know uh am I hopeful yes but st- st- statistically speaking it won't happen and uh we need to be pre- pre- be prepared um as a community to deal with that as when it doesn't i mean like if 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 he's not convicted i will be on the streets i mean that's just you know that that's the you know but i mean that that's it it it's one of those things that like you know it it, it we need to be prepared 24-7, sure. you know, when it happens, yeah, I'll be on the streets, but, like, a large part of the everyday is what we're doing, a part of, you know, this festival, even, like, you know, I mean, calling attention to some of the ills that are in the society, it should be an everyday thing, you know, I mean, like, not just waiting for this particular, you know, right. hearing, not waiting for that particular judgment, but everyday being aware of these statistics, of these things going on in America, and doing due diligence in some way um, to try to, like, you know, make it to, so that, like, this statistically... It is likely that he is going to go, you know, be convicted.
0: And I've I've covered a couple of these, some locally and and other parts of the country where I've worked, and I can. At first, I you know, I've never seen an Allegheny County jury um, or an Allegheny County judge, for that matter, um, convict an officer for. Um, murder but also um just for excessive excessive force and things like that and so you know somebody actually said to me well you know this isn't an allegheny county jury and i said no it's a, it's a jury from central pennsylvania harrisburg I, i'm not yeah. i'm still that doesn't make me any any more uh hopeful that, right. that it's gonna the right thing is gonna happen um <clears throat> So uh, what what do you, what do you, what do you foresee in the aftermath of, of this? I mean, if, if he's not, if Roosevelt is not convicted, I mean, do you think it's going to be, do you have an estimation or a thought about what could happen? We saw what happened when, after the shooting and before the charges were announced. I mean, things were shut down for, for days at a time. Yeah. We'll probably see that
1: again. Yeah. I mean, I just, it just, it's so. I mean, we're just so much out of like people are. man, we're sick of this shit to oh, be yeah. honest. Yeah. I mean, we're just, we're sick and like, we're getting to the point where like, you know, like there was this comfort level that, you know what I mean? People were kept at and this unawareness that people were kept at, that like we don't have anymore. I mean, we're, we, we and, and, and the, the the social media and like the fact that we're we're constantly bombarded with this it's a it's a double you know it's a it's a double-edged sword yeah. like we're in the in the sense that like at times like you know you become numb to it in a sense or like you need to shut down you know and and like kind of pull away from it but also like you know it it allows us to connect uh more and to mm-hmm. see that these aren't just you know one-off incidents and these aren't just you know in our community, and seeing this like repeat over and over again, where like you have mounting evidence, you know, like and then they're like, you know, let off, and like yeah. the whole country, you're having experts like right. weigh in all right. around, you know, like yo, da, 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 like you know, on, on all as ex cops and like judges and lawyers and yeah. say, like, you know, looking at this case, man, that looks like that, and then the cop walk free. Yeah. I mean, there's it, it's. We're no longer comfortable. we're not like we're 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 one at a tipping point in two, like you know here in Pittsburgh, you know, especially you know again, you look at these figures and and when we say it again when we're talking about fresh fest, like like the median income for households for white households is fifty seven thousand it's twenty seven thousand for for black Americans, right. so like people are going, oh, where do you find the time to like you know to to uh, to 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 protest. What do you expect like? I mean what? I I just what, that ten dollar an hour job that I was making? Was that like was <laughs> right. that something I was supposed to be like giving up my actual freedoms, my right, right to live in here in these streets so I could go work that ten dollar an hour job. You know what? I'll quit that ten hour an hour job and come down here and protest and flip over a goddamn car. If that means I'm gonna be able to live, yeah, you know I mean my kids are gonna be safe. So like right. So you know I mean I think that that that's where we're at is that like you're 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 seeing this like you know we don't our, our wages are our shit our jobs are shit, yeah. and you're killing our kids. what else do we have but like you know protests at this point
0: I think state the I think the the laws that govern uh police officer use of force in the state i mean there's i I think it I feel like it, it's it's already pretty it's already there's not much that they can't do and justify that that they were acting within you know if, if did they feel threatened you know i mean it's there are side doors back doors there are so many ways for for cops to it, you just to, have to feel
1: threatened it has yeah. nothing to do with it has nothing to do with you were you actually right. in danger it has the uh, the average the average individual is 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 whole held much more accountable like right. if i was if i if i pulled out a gun and shot a person and said i felt threatened that <laughs> I means shit. Like, mm-hmm. I mean the There's so many other factors that need to yeah. go into that. I mean, like, and it's it's crazy to me that like the the training that these, these officers, had. I worked in social services for 10 years, the training that we needed to have to like restrain a kid. And it was always, you never restrain a kid, you know, by yourself, you mm-hmm. have to have two to three people in a room at the same time. And then whenever restraint happened, we were, we had a sit down, we had a, uh, 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 we had a debriefing. We had people come in. There was a bunch of paperwork we had to fill out. There was, I was held hell of accountable yeah. when a chair was thrown at my face. Like these people are shooting kids in the back and being like, well, I felt threatened, and that that right. that's all that that's all that you need. Yeah. And like statistically, like I said, I mean, you're looking at like something around like one to three percent of these these cops. That 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 is corruption by numbers. Mm. I mean, like by by numbers, stati- statistically, the average person that goes on trial for murder, right. you're looking at like higher percentages, somewhere like twelve, you know, fifteen or something like that. You're looking at you know two, three percent. That's corruption. That's yeah. just, that's all, that's the you only, know, it's so not that corruption. cops are somehow, you know, that like, this is the one profession where you're getting the creme de la creme, the, 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 the morally, you know, higher, you know, people. That's just, just not it. Not even when you look at the, I mean, when you look at the intelligence of these cops on average, like that's, that's just their, their, decision-making. That's just, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense in any way, shape or form. Um, so Ugh, man yeah so i mean it, like i said it's it's not likely that he's going to be convicted um but you know again that it's something that we've been preparing for and that we will continue to prepare for even if this is a win even if this is a win statistically it's it wasn't still probable that's we, we still got a lot to do we still yeah. got a lot to like we could say hey we could we could maybe use some of these tools we can maybe learn to say hey well this is what we kind of did to help convict this individual but like we the, the job isn't done yeah. i mean like even if he, he gets convicted there's probably another you know 10 15 other cops that we you know that are on trial for, for for this that and the other that need to be you know convicted as well that we need to push for
0: do you guys coming back full circle to the to the to fresh fest it, do you guys feel that social responsibility which t- i think you touched on it a little bit earlier where things like this that sort of um maybe help you know Get people together or get people talking. I mean, is that how important is that to the purpose of what you of what you guys do? Not yeah, just on a beer level, but also on, on just a social level. Yeah, on a yeah social I mean, it's level. A,
2: it's a big deal. Um, the connecting people that that haven't traditionally communicated and and uh, at all is 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 a big part of, of this festival. Um, we're doing what we can in the area and arena that we can. So we can't you know necessarily piece all, all those elements sure. together, but we can create a new relationship, new bonds that allow people to say, all right, when I'm considering my political views or my view on a certain subject, hey, I've got some new relationships that um, I, n- I never knew how these people felt over here. And now I, I consider that when I when, when I vote, when I, you know, whatever you do. Yeah. So it is it is a big element uh, in, in the festival.
0: Itself. I just wanted to, uh, Dale, it you in a second, but just hear a question on Facebook, a comment about judges don't convict, those cops in these cases in this case it is a jury however a lot of police officers choose a bench trial where a judge actually um, and not necessarily for not for not for homicide but um, in certain cases of corruption corruption cases period a cop is more likely to go with a bench trial with a judge than, that, that's than
1: even the if, the, if that's even if it goes to trial right it, that's even if the DA even yeah. sees enough evidence for yeah. it to go to trial so I mean like yeah I mean the judge might not be the particular person or whatever but I mean like I said if you're talking about corruption in the system or whatever yeah. you're talking about like you know a report being filed and then whether or not that, you know, that, that, uh, overseeing officer, I mean, that chief of police or whatever, even wants to pursue that. Yeah. And then if it goes past that, whether the DA wants to convict him, right. then you got the grand jury or whatever. Yeah. I mean, all these clothes or whatever. Then you go to like, so there's so many levels yeah. of where, like, I mean, these cops time and time again get, kicked, you know, let off. The dude that killed, uh, Mike Jones didn't go to trial. Right. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, like, so you know. Again, it's, it it doesn't shit. If we even get to a judge, we're right. lucky enough. That right. that like that's <laughs> yeah. That's that's almost like a like when people get to a judge, it's like man, we're we're making progress.
0: Right. The the day that the day that the the day that uh, a judge um, found an officer not guilty who was drunk in the strip district and shot a guy in the leg. And it was a white guy, by the way. So, it was, you know, it's startling that he didn't, you know, didn't, didn't wasn't convicted. Well, but, sure you know, boy, he, the judge yeah. said, oh, well, he, he was acting. you're always a police officer. So he was acting within his duty because he thought that was the guy who assaulted him in a bar, you know? And <laughs> I said, you don't know that case. Oh man, Dave, you got to look that one up. That's a, that's a, that's a, uh, wow. that's a great case. And, and it's an officer with, with trouble, with a troubled past. And, yeah. All, and, uh, you know, but he was, he was found a judge, judge ruled that, um, you know, that he, he probably didn't use the best judgment, but that he, uh, you know, he was acting within his purview as a police officer. Yeah, I'm, yeah. He's, I'm, he's on the force today, by the way. Yeah, yeah I'm,
1: I'm, sh- I'm sure that was uh <laughs> that was an open shot cl- case. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I mean, it's a uh, it, it it's it's terrible. And I mean, with with the festival or whatever, like you know, like Mike was saying, like a lot of these, you know, with the collaboration or whatever, yeah. a lot of the a lot of the feedback people, you know, we were getting, like, oh my God, you guys, you know, you're racist. Like, you know, why is it got to be about color? And like, you know, we get a lot of questions, like, are white people allowed at this <laughs> festival or whatever? Um, and it's all evasive tactics when they ask yeah. those kind of questions. Yeah, yeah. It's
2: just a matter of you know, I I just want to be in my comfort zone, so let me ask anything that'll deflect. The actual, you know, energy that we're trying to project. Right. Take some time. Take some accountability. So, um, Pete may personally, I, I try and shy away from those silly ass questions. Right. About, is it for white people or black people? Right. You know, like they said, and they made a great comment in one of the um, the, the papers last year. Uh, there's 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 Italian fest, German right. fests, There's uh, you know, it's it's become a normal to have all of that. As yeah. soon as you mention you know, any type of ethnicity, black fest or right people get up in arms and again that's just a way to deflect the comfort level of hey some people want to take accountability and to reckon recognize who they are and and you know hold a festival or hold an event that centers around other cultures
1: right and, and like so, you know and like mike was saying like you know that those collaborative efforts those are you know you're introducing like my my thing is if you got if you only got one if you're if you're your friends only black friend introduce that friend to more black friends Do you know what i mean like you know right. and that's you know like mike was saying it was like you know the the you know, when you have these political views or, you know, these conversations, a lot of people are in bubbles. Yeah. I mean, they're in their own sphere or whatever. So like when you introduce them to somebody with a differing, you know, views, then you start to have those conversations and then like, you know, people start voting differently. People start, you know, I mean, like, you know, they, you break a, you know, somebody, especially, you know, like, you know, when when we're pairing, you know, these, these brewers with like these, these are all people that are influential in their own circles. Yeah. I mean, they're all doing things that like they had to they had to kind of like break out of whatever mold that they were at, um, not follow the status quo and just kind of like break out and undo a thing. So as a result, they're typically more influential in their communities. If you start pairing them, you know, with folks that have differing ideas or whatever, then you start to like see. I mean, you look at Pittsburgh, um, it's it's you look at America, it's 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 wildly, you know what I mean, like, uh, 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 you know, the it's 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 segregated. And there's this there's this huge divide. Um, that is, is more deep now than it was years ago. Not to say that racism was any different mm-hmm. years ago. Um, but the, the, the awareness, you know what I mean? Like the people are more on edge. Is more on the, you know, and, um, I mean, shit, I've, I've had to end various relationships over the last few years, um, as a result of the political, you know, climate. Um and while like you know that awareness and like you know that you also need that that bonding. How are we going to move forward? How do you you know bring people together? And and with this, this is a way to bring people together and say, hey, like not on some like all right, let's all kumbaya and right. like you know like everything is cool, but like right. let's call attention to the the, the ills in our yeah. in, in in our community. Let's bring some allies in that are like say you know what you're right. I'm in a position. Of 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 authority, of power, of influence in my community. How can I use my position to help your cause? Right, and that's what a large part of Fresh Fest is. You have these forty brewers that are in these communities. They're all white brewers. They all have influence in their communities. They all have you know brick and mortar you know businesses. Mm-hmm. They all have you know voting power, whatever. They're lending their their brand, their their business, their years of effort to our cause as allies. I mean, um, so you know, in that, like, you know, that's like with the festival, that's again, that's a part of that, that way. So that when we, when we say those things, like, you know, like, you know, our median income is much lower. You know, our opportunities are, are, are shit. Our schools are shit. You know, I just saw NPR put out $23 billion goes more, you know, more towards uh, uh white schools than black schools. Yep. These are statistics. These are conversations that, you know, we need to be having here in Pittsburgh. And, you know, this festival and these, you know, these these collaborations are a way to start those conversations, not just in the black community. A lot of people say, you know, like, oh, well, what about black on black crime? And what about this, that, and the other? As if people in the black community haven't already been talking about that that's not like on the fourth thought of our mind right we know the statistics in a hood better than any other demographic outside of us i mean um when you say black on black grime all you're saying is you don't know our efforts Right in the community, and this Fresh Fest is is partly partly a way for you to come in and see some of those efforts in a in a way that's you know not as intimidating as you know showing up to you know uh, 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 a community meeting in Homewood. You know I mean, um, yes, we would like you to do that at some right. point. That'd be dope. Yeah, you know I mean, but like you know, meet some of the folks that are in that community. Yeah, you know, in this environment. So
0: yeah, absolutely. Dave Bracey, Mike Potter from the Fresh Fest Beer Fest, and that is Fresh fresh fest Beerfest.com for all the information, August 10th. And um, they got a lot of work to do between now and then, but um, you can buy tickets also on the web. Um, it's going to be a much bigger, much bigger than last year. So you need to check it out and you can check out um, Dave Bracey on the drinking partners podcast, as well as each and every twice a month or <laughs> every other <laughs> Tuesday in the Pittsburgh current and uh, Mike Potter with black, Culture.com.com. And uh, check these guys out. And this is the Pittsburgh Current Podcast, and we will see you next week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at SorgatronMedia.com.